You're tuning in to the Unpromised 20s. I'm Alexis. I'm Angelina. And I'm Brianna. And I'm Sophia. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Um, so today's guest is simply doing it all. She graduated nursing school from Drexel University. She created her own clothing line during COVID, got more involved in her family business, and is now partnering with her sister while learning the aesthetic, aesthetic side of nursing. Welcome, Sophia. <laughs> We're so excited to have cool. you. I'm excited too. I'm nervous, but yeah. <laughs> that's like we should actually do a clip of like everyone who's I, ever been yes. on the podcast. Like, why I'm the nervous. fuck am I here? I'm so nervous. <laughs> and then at the end, they're like, I love cute. this. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I like don't shut up. <laughs> um. So, do you want to tell us a little about yourself? Sure. Um. I'm from Cinnamon, so that's how I know you guys, obviously. Um, I'm 25. I am a registered nurse. I also work in marketing and interior design for my family's business. And that's pretty much it. I don't have really anything exciting to say. Um, so we're going to go a little bit into your life. So for anyone who doesn't know, Sophia is in a long time relationship. How many years? We just hit five years on Oh my god, that's yeah. exciting. Did it go fast or are you like, oh my god, it's been five years? Uh, sometimes I'm like, oh my god, I feel like I've been with you forever, but then sometimes it still feels new, which mm-hmm. I guess is like a good thing. Yeah. Um, but we've been living together for four and a half years, so we moved really fast. So I think the relationship kind of like went real quick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Do you ever have moments when, like, you guys are out to dinner and you have nothing to talk about because you're with each other <laughs> 24-7? Sometimes, but to be honest, we even though we live together, we don't see each other that much. Um, I We're in Malvern, so I mm-hmm. work in the city, and he works in Norristown, which is, like, 20 minutes away from where we live, but we don't spend as much time together as you Mm -hmm. would think we do our lives are like completely separate like away Mm -hmm. from home so when we are out we like we'll talk about like what's going on and like our how your day was (laughs) yeah like how is work or like starting something new and like being excited about it and like Mm -hmm. I don't know. Sometimes I'm just like, okay, I come home from work and I don't want to (laughs) talk. Please don't speak to me. Yeah, I've been talking all day. Um, But sometimes, yeah. yeah. But, yeah. Um, So, like you said earlier, we all went to Cinnamonson. How do you think, um, how would you say your experience overall was, like, growing up in a smaller town? That's a loaded question. Um... I mean, obviously, I'm grateful for, like, growing up in, like, the home that I grew up in and everything like that. I never had, like, a bad experience at home or anything. I had a set of friends, which I'm grateful for. Um, I think Cinnamonson is just a really small town Mm -hmm. where everybody knows everyone. Everybody Mm -hmm. knows everything about everybody. We talk about that all the time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. And I think that's like just overwhelming. Like you don't have any privacy like within your personal life, even like your life at home. Like Mm -hmm. people know what your parents do and people know where you live and just, I don't know. It's, it's overwhelming. I also like had some issues growing up, like mentally and like physically. Um, and so when I think of home, like, Cinnamon Cinnamon, when I think of high school, I just, like, kind of go back to 
stupid, painful days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, I want no parts of it. When I come, when I come home to, like, see my parents, because they still live here, I'm like, Mom, I'm not leaving the house. Like, if you need to go to a store, I'm not coming. Or, like, I'm wearing a hat. Like, I'm wearing all black. Like, Don't go to ShopRite. You'll see literally everyone. everyone. Yeah, I know. That's so bad. I, I've learned that. <laughs> I think you remember when I reached out to you what, a couple weeks ago, and I was, we were talking about getting food. You're like, "Yeah, you want to come to the city?" Like there was no like, like let's go to Worcesters. You're like, "Yeah, we can go to a cute spot in the city." Yeah, I mean, you still see some people in the city too, like because mm-hmm. I feel like Philly's just so close to yeah. where we grew up, and yeah. everyone obviously goes there. But yeah, I mean, I I'm not coming here to go out to lunch. <laughs> you will not catch her at Whistlers. No, and that's like not like putting hate towards like anybody in city yeah, yeah. or anything like that um i think it's just like memories that i so when was the last time you were at um thanksgiving eve this was like what 2019 2018 probably yeah. when you weren't 21 yet <laughs> <laughs> probably i honestly yeah i don't know i remember like the last time i was there mm. but i don't remember like what year it was i feel like the years just kind of like all faded like, yeah like mm-hmm. i don't i don't even know what year we're in right now <laughs> and after then, covid everything just yeah. kind of went you're just like after covid or before covid yeah. like no that that's is true. my timeline <laughs> no it's actually like crazy i'm like i i'll like try to like tell a story and i'm like I can't even like put the timeline straight. Like, <laughs> even like from like far like back, I'm like I don't know what year it was. Or I'll like be like, yeah, I was 16, and like really I was like 20. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't remember. I remember like being there. Yeah. I think I was in college. But you probably were there so- for like an hour. <laughs> like, all right, bye guys. Too many people. I did, I did leave early. <laughs> Um, so for college, you stayed, did you stay home or did you live? So I commuted, I went to Drexel. Um, I commuted for my first like year and a half. Mm-hmm. I've always been homebody. I love my parents. Um, my, they're like literally my best friends. My sister is like my rock. Um, and so I just couldn't even fathom leaving home. Mm-hmm. But then I met Drew <laughs> and, um, we moved. Oh, I actually joined a sorority. Like, I rushed my second year of college just because, like, I felt like I was missing out on the college experience. Mm-hmm. And the only people that I knew were the people in the nursing program because mm-hmm. those were just the only people that I went to class with. Yeah. And then I would go home. Um, so I wanted to, like, give myself, like, the opportunity to just even try I absolutely hated it. <laughs> I can't even see you in a sorority. No, I can't either. <laughs> I rushed. I was, like, so excited to rush. I, like, had so much fun doing it. And then once I was in, I was in for, like, maybe six months. I met Drew through, like, my big. And then shit just went downhill. And I was just like, God, this is not, like, made out for me. Yeah. And I just like was like, I can't do this anymore. How do I unsubscribe <laughs> to this? Yeah. Unsubscribe. Like, I was like, I don't even know what to call it, but like I quit. Like I don't know. Like, yeah, how does that work? Just get me out of here. I have no idea. I had to like reach out to like the president or something and I was like, Listen, this, this isn't for me. Yeah, like just take me off the roster. Like It's I'm not just, you, it's me. <laughs> 
Yeah. Like, Mickey, hi. I'm a problem. No. <laughs> Sorry, that was annoying. Um, but yeah, so I met Drew, and then I was, like, living out of a suitcase in his apartment with, like, three other guys. And I was just, like, I was supposed to... L- I, like, signed a lease to an apartment for, like, my first apartment that I was going to move out from home and live, like, a little bit off campus, and they were, like, in my sorority, and they kind of were just, like, F you for, like, we don't want to be leaving anymore, yeah, so Drew, like, signed a lease to, like, a one-bedroom, it was, like, 400-square-feet apartment, and I was, like, hey, I'm moving in, (laughs) and we were together for, like, three months (laughs) he's like this girl is crazy yeah so yeah but it worked out here we are yeah so I never lived like on campus I commuted and then I finished out the rest of my college like living a little bit off campus with Drew yeah I can't imagine like did you just learn so much about him so quick yes (laughs) like wow we're really in this together in a very small space (laughs) I remember like telling my parents and my mom was like are you okay like are you like do you need help and I was like no mom like I'm fine I'm like if it doesn't work out like I can just move home like it's not like I signed the lease like he already (laughs) signed it himself so it's not like I had a bedroom that I had to pay for um but yeah, I was like, if it doesn't work out, if it doesn't work out. Like, I'll just move home and yeah. it'll be fine. Um, and it just it surprisingly worked out. I don't know how I did that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we talk about it all the time. I'm like, we're crazy. And we, like, got a cat. Like, <laughs> like we, like, picked up a cat off the freaking alleyway in Philly. And it was, like, before we even moved in together. Oh, my like, gosh. I was like, we're taking this home with us. <laughs> You're coming home with me. Yeah, I was like, you can name him if you let me keep him. Because I was like, well, now I have to ask someone for permission because I'm living with you now. I'm living with you and I brought in a cat. Yeah. He was probably like, what am I getting? He's like, well, yeah, what did I sign up for? This bitch is crazy. Um, After COVID hit, you started making like crew neck, sweatshirts, sweatpants. How did that all get started? So I had, the way that Drexel works is you do like six months in school and then you do six months co-op. I did all my co-ops at CHOP. Um, I had just gotten a job. I think COVID was like, what did it start like in February or something? And then April was when they were like, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, the road coming yeah. back after Easter, whatever. Um, my job was supposed to start in May um, and then... With everything that was happening, obviously, they were just not accepting people in the hospital anymore for, like, it was pretty much a clinical, but it was, like, a long-term clinical. Um, And so I was like, how the hell am I going to go a full, like, six months that I was supposed to have this job, supposed to get paid without getting paid? Like, I was like, I need to do something, Mm -hmm. and I need to be able to do it from home. At the time, bleach died stuff was like really in and I was like oh I'm broke so I'm not gonna spend $80 on my own bleach dye sweatshirt so I was like oh let me just try to do it myself and I did it myself and my mom was like wow that looks really good and I was like yeah it actually does and she was like you should try to sell them and I was like that's not a bad idea and Mm -hmm. I was like well let's let's try it so I started out doing it at we like pretty much spent the whole summer at the lake at my parents lake house 
Um, and I started like selling the clothes to like all the little rugrats. <laughs> and I was like, Aww. this is so great. Like everyone's going to buy a sweatshirt because mm-hmm. like once one kid gets it, yeah, they all, they all get it. Yeah. They're all like, I want one. So yeah. it was like a domino effect. It was pretty successful. And then I was like, well, I'll just try like on Etsy and see like how that mm-hmm. goes. Um, and it kind of like blew up a little bit. Um, I started doing like not just bleach dye, but I was using like the Cricut too and like just like doing vinyl and stuff like that. Um, and it just got to a point where like I literally couldn't keep up with orders. Like I was really? like, yeah, I was so busy. And at first I like enjoyed doing it, but then I was like, I mean, I guess a job is a job. So it was like becoming work. Mm -hmm. And it was like, I was like, I feel like, because you have to, okay, so you literally use bleach and I'm breathing in bleach all day, every day. I was like starting to get like psycho. Like I was like, should I be doing this? And I was like, I would get like a sore throat and I would like look up on Google and I'd be like, it's from the the bleach. Like this bleach is going to kill me. Like I... So, yeah, I stopped doing it, like, full, like, full time. Um, I, like, shut down my Etsy a few times because I was, like, I can't keep up. I can't keep up. People from, like, Hawaii were ordering. I was, like, this is too much. How are you finding me? Yeah, like, I was, like, this was supposed to be, like, just, like, some nice little mm-hmm. side money the coming cash on in. side, yeah. Yeah, and I was, like, did not expect it to get as big as it did. But, and I'm not saying that it got, like, huge, like, it was, like, viral, but... It was big for doing it, like, mm-hmm. at home when I was the only one doing it. Yeah. I couldn't keep up. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I just shut down my Etsy, like, literally two weeks ago, and I was like, I'm not taking any orders. If you know me and you want something, just, like, ask me. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it taught me a lot. Like, I learned a lot about, like, just, like, the business side of things. Like, I was keeping track of everything on my own. I was ordering everything. I learned, like, all the stuff between, like, revenue and profit and doing your taxes like it was my first time that I like had to do taxes like for real because when you like quote unquote own a business it's like a whole different process you have to like keep receipts of literally every single purchase you've ever made um and so I just I learned a lot so I would obviously do it again and it was nice during COVID but I've I've moved on (laughs) Everything you made was so cute. I, was yeah. like, I want that. I want that. Thank you. I mean, I'm wearing stone chic right now. <laughs> How'd you come up with the name? My dad came up with it. He was like, "We our like driveway at the lake is made of like stone. Like you can't have cement just because of like the way the water drains there. It's like a huge hill." Um, and he was like, "Well, you gotta have something that like is creative, but it also like means something." And he was like, well, you're, like, making all the shirts on a stone driveway. Like, why don't you use stone in the in the name? And I was like, okay. <laughs> That's cute. I was like, I guess I'll just make it stone chic because I want them to be chic. Like, I don't know. It just stuck. It is catchy, though. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, catchy. Like it's it's very cute and unique. Yeah. Thank you. Um, you posted a lot about the gym during COVID. Mm-hmm. Was exercise always something that interests you? Yes, um, exercise and me have like a very long history, um, an unhealthy one and a healthy one now, but I started working out when I was in seventh grade and I started working out 
I was like running on the treadmill mm-hmm. and I really loved to run. Um, and I worked out with like not the intentions of losing weight, but mm-hmm. I just like it like intrigued me and I wanted to do something. Um, and then I like became obsessed with it and I was work I was running like eight miles a day and then I was like obsessed with like getting skinny and like eating and I was eating like a piece of lettuce a day or like I would eat like a salad with no dressing and like my parents were like what the fuck are you doing (laughs) um and it started out like unintentional but then it was like just kind of built on top of each other and then got diagnosed with an eating disorder and I was working out with an unhealthy mindset Mm -hmm. so like I would eat something like a piece of bread and in my head I'd be like, well, I have to work out like 30 minutes more tomorrow because I just ate that bread. Mm -hmm. So it it was an unhealthy interest, I guess, or like a hobby at first. But now years later, I love working out. I cannot imagine my life without working out. It's my biggest therapy, um, which is ironic because it's like the thing that put me in therapy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I work out like four to five days a week now. Before then, it was like seven days. I work out for fun now. Um, and I just, I tore my ACL three times. So it's more, it started like being a muscle. Like I was like trying to get my muscle back after tearing my ACL. My one leg was like this big and my other leg was like muscular. <laughs> and I was like, shit, this looks so weird. Um so now it's like kind of fun. It's like how much I can lift now mm-hmm. and just kind of like pushing myself to do better. It's more of like a discipline thing too. Like I feel like having a routine every morning where like I get up and the first thing I do is work out. It's just a discipline and it makes me like get ready for my day. Like I'm like I started my day off so good and mm-hmm. like I just crushed this mm-hmm. workout. Like I'm going to crush the rest, of, the rest of the day. So now it's a healthy thing but that's so awesome that That shows so much like personal growth that like something that was once your downfall is something that you look forward to now Mm -hmm. like it takes a lot of work I'm sure to be able to like just totally change your mindset about something like that yeah now I'm just like I want my ass to be big (laughs) (laughs) you're like squats and carbs please and protein yeah I'm like I look it in the mirror I'm like Drew did it get big (laughs) I'm like, what the hell? This is harder than it was, like, <laughs> when I was in high school. But. Yeah, right. I think about, like, when I swore that I had to go to the gym in high school. And I was like, for what? Like, I was going to the gym for the intent of, like, oh, I need to lose weight. I Like, prom's coming up. And I look back and I'm like, dude, you look so fucking good. Like, why did I think that? Now I need to go to the gym. <laughs> now I won't. But back then, like... I remember doing a cabbage soup diet with my mom. Oh my god, I did that too. With and that's oh, all. Yeah, and my mom was like, "This is great. Right before prom, all you're gonna drink is water and eat cabbage soup. Yeah, don't eat like a granola bar, nothing. Just like, why was she saying that to me? I don't know. Is that even good? I've never. Um, cabbage. I don't know. I it's no, actually it's really good. Oh, I, I like, like it, it. Yeah, the way my mom made it was bang. I literally did did the diet for two days. And I danced Monday through Thursday for like four hours every night. And the second night of dance, I literally passed out a dance. Oh my god! And I was like, "Oh my god!" And they're like, "Did you eat like eat a banana?" I was like, "I can't, I can't." And everyone's like, "Look at me!" And I'm like, "No, I'm on the cabbage soup diet." And they're like, "What the fuck are you doing eating cabbage soup? Like you're dancing four hours a night." Yeah. After that, I never went on a diet. 
That's that good. was it. Lesson, lesson learned. Yes. That was actually good for you. Yeah. <laughs> Never again. Yeah. It was awful. Oh, my God. Yeah, we used to go to the gym together. Mm-hmm. Remember the good old days, Planet Fitness? Yep. <laughs> I'm back at that place, sadly. That's okay. It's cheap. Yeah, and it's right down the street. It was so convenient. Yeah. Um. So, you graduated from Drexel with your BSN. Mm-hmm. Um, what advice would you give for someone who's struggling? like struggling in their nursing program or maybe not sure if nursing is for them? I have a lot of advice for nursing school. Um, it's so hard to like just like dial down into like one, like I'm going to give you like this motivational speech of like what to do when you're in nursing school. Um, I think like the biggest thing is like you're going to be fine. Like you're going to get through it. You're going to do it. Um, I was just the type of person that, I needed to study and like I would freak out if I went out instead of studying and nursing is just the kind of thing that you need to study for um I mean most of the time you see people who are like going out all the time and like not taking it seriously are the ones who like struggle the most in class I think just telling yourself that you can do it um staying motivated having people there to support you and people in your nursing like pod that you can like get together with and have study groups with and make it fun rather than like a job um I think nursing is like a career that you have to be passionate about um and you have to love it and so when you're going through nursing school I think it's very normal to be like I fucking hate this. Like, this is not, (laughs) this is not for me. Um, Because, like, what they put you through in nursing school, like, clinicals and stuff, you're doing shit work. Like, you're literally Mm -hmm. picking up shit. You're doing (laughs) something that, like, a nurse doesn't Doesn't do. do. Um, And so I think that that is, like, so stupid. Like, I don't know why they make clinicals that way. Like, if you're in clinical, I think you should be shadowing a nurse, not shadowing, um... What are, what are they called? Like the nursing assistants. Yeah, like a, C, a CNA. CNA, mm-hmm. yeah. Doing the bitch work. <laughs> yeah, which is, like, fine because, yeah. like, that's their job. But, like, when you're in nursing school, like, you're supposed to learn, like, what a nurse does. So when you come out of nursing school and you are a nurse, you're like, mm-hmm. I didn't learn this. <laughs> like, you're like, what? I think just, like, putting yourself out there. Like, when you're in clinicals, that was, like, the hardest thing for me. I absolutely hated clinical. I would have to wake up at like four o'clock like I'm sure you guys know and I would be so miserable I would dread it so much and I'm like what can I do today that is going to make my time here valuable because no offense when you're in clinical it's like yeah you're not doing valuable things like you're you know how to take a blood pressure. And I feel like half the nurses get, like, they're, like, they tell you to stay with your nurse so that you can learn things, and then the nurse is, like, disappearing from you, and you're, like, wait. No, they, like, literally I, run. I, they <laughs> run from you. Yeah. They, they like, you're hiding like, not in learning the anything. closet that you can't get into. But just, like, insert yourself. Like, I was, like, I'm so annoying, and I don't care, but I'm going to be up your ass because I'm here to learn, and I'm paying for this. Like, you pay for that in your college tuition that I'm like you're gonna teach me something like mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna find you <laughs> I'm gonna guess that code right yeah. I promise like, I'm gonna write that shit down in my notes because I know my clinical instructor told me the first day <laughs> what the code was um 
but yeah i think that like you're you'll be like just know that as long as you keep with it you're gonna get through it it's only four years of your life as much as the four years suck and you feel like you have no life it's worth it a degree is worth it um and that's something that no one can ever take away from you (laughs) even if you don't use it like I don't use it full time but Mm -hmm. no one will ever take it away from me and I'm proud of it be proud of yourself because nursing school is not easy um it's challenging and you learn a lot about yourself along the way um I think that, you know, you'll be fine. Fingers crossed. (laughs) Fingers, yeah. (laughs) You'll be good. I know. I realized when I first started nursing um, school, I was not in the right mindset. Like, all I cared about was partying and what everyone else was doing. So when I took that break, I was happy because I was like, first off, didn't want to fail out. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then also... Like, you need to be in the right mindset. You need to, like, be, like, not caring what other people are doing. Mm -hmm. And finally, I mean, everyone gets there. Some people get there sooner than others, but I don't know. You cannot party. I don't know how people do it, party and do nursing school, but it's just I tried it, and (laughs) it did not go well. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's something that you learn. And obviously, when you go to college, everyone's like, when you're leaving high school and you're going to college, you have that mindset where you're like, all I want is that college experience, Mm -hmm. Um, which is like fine. I think that's like a normal part of growing up. And I think that everybody has that mindset. So it doesn't make like you a bad person Mm -hmm. for being that way. Um, And like you said, like people learn it sooner rather than later some people you know it takes them some time and that's okay too I think that's just part of life and growing up um yeah I think that it's just something that you learn along the way I think everyone goes through it and that's okay Mm -hmm. yeah did you always know you wanted to do the aesthetic side of nursing yes I did um when I went to nursing school I like had I feel like aesthetics like wasn't huge when we were in high school like when we Mm -hmm. first went to college um I've always wanted to work with kids like kids was like my biggest passion I grew up like nannying Mm -hmm. and babysitting and working at daycares um so I always like had the dream to work at CHOP I did my time at CHOP like in clinicals and then I got my first job at CHOP after college but in the middle of I guess, like, when aesthetics started to become, like, a big thing, I was like, oh, that's that's something that I would enjoy doing. I think that's something that I would be good at doing, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I've always had, like, that end goal. Like, in, in my head, I was like, yeah, I'm going to graduate from nursing school. I'm going to get a job, like, my dream job at CHOP, which I thought was my dream job. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to work with kids. I'm going to get my experience, get my foot in the door. I'll be there for, like, two years. I was going to go back to school to be a nurse practitioner. Absolutely not. (laughs) Um, Never. Um, And then I was like, and then eventually, like, when I'm ready to, like, settle down, when I'm ready to start a family, like, I'll probably not want to work in the hospital Mm -hmm. full, like, full time. Um, And so then I'll, like, go and do aesthetics and get my foot in the door that way. Because I know with aesthetics, you can, like, kind of make your own schedule. schedule. Yeah. Um, and it's pretty flexible. Like a lot of med spas aren't looking for full time anyway. Um, it's like more of a part time position. Um, and so that was my plan. It just happened a lot sooner than what I had planned for. 
That's so exciting, though. Yeah, I love it. I really do. And you started um, doing this with your sister, right? Mm-hmm. Um, how do you think it is doing with it with her? I love it. I think it's really nice just to have, like, someone that you can kind of fall back on and have as support. It's scary when you're injecting people's face. <laughs> you're like, I could only imagine. Yeah, like, people are, like, putting their trust in you, and, like, you're supposed to make them feel better about themselves mm-hmm. instead of, like, the opposite. So I, I always, like, have that in my head because I'm like, if I ever went and got Botox and the girl, like, made my smile crooked like god forbid like do you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. I'd be like I'm suing you no but I think just like having my sister by my side and obviously like her having me by her side just makes it a lot easier makes us feel more confident um we kind of in like we have a system where we're taking people like together so we inject together at the moment um, and we can like kind of work off of each other. Like I always have her there to be like, do you agree with what I'm doing? Like, yeah. Look mm-hmm. at my markings. Do you agree with it? Or would you do something different? It's also great to have two minds, mm-hmm. you know, putting information in one bucket because people, everyone thinks differently. Everyone learns differently. Mm-hmm. People learn faster than some people. And I think just like having each other, and having each other's like style of learning and the way that we comprehend things and like pass that on to each other just makes it so much more valuable and it also helped us learn so much quicker if that makes sense. Yeah. I don't know if I'm explaining that right. Yeah. Um but it's it's nice we do everything together like our our we work at Cheska V together too. So it's like everyone's like, you guys are with each other 24 7. We're like, yeah, we are. <laughs> she she loves it. And you're like, you love it. I'm like, she's my best friend. <laughs> yeah. But it's really nice. That's we awesome. Get to bond. What's your, for everyone who's listening, let them know your Instagram or your aesthetic page. Aesthetic RN underscore underscore sisters. I couldn't do just one underscore. <laughs> It wouldn't let me. It was already taken, apparently. But yeah, uh, follow us. Yes, yeah. follow them. And you guys always... I like how you said you have her double-check your work and, like, you do the same for her because I feel like there's some people in that area that are like, no, I I do it all by myself. Like, I'm the best at what... I, you know what I mean? Yeah, there's it's a, it's a community where people are, like... I know what I'm doing. I don't want to, like, you can't tell me that I'm doing it wrong. Every injector has a different style. And, yeah. like, even me and Francesca have a different style. And it's just, it's not a different style. It's just a, a different way that you do things. It's just like bedside nursing. Like, you have mm-hmm. a nurse who turns a patient a certain way, mm-hmm. and you do it a different way. It's just what works for you. Um, and I think, like, the most valuable thing in this career, not even just aesthetics, but just in nursing in general, is to be able to learn from other people and not to be stubborn and not to be stuck in your own ways because that's the thing that we hated the most about the older nurses when Mm -hmm. we're in clinicals where they're so stuck in their ways that it's like they don't even want to teach you. Like I'm the opposite where it's just like if there's someone who wants to learn from me, I want them to learn from me. But I, even though they've been doing it less time than I have, I can still learn from yeah. you. Yeah. Um, and I think it's just like to be open and not to be like, I'm the best at this and like mm-hmm. I'm better than you. I know what I'm doing. The way I inject is the right way and the way you inject is the wrong way. There mm-hmm. is no right or wrong way. Um, 
so it's just nice to like learn from each other really yeah Mm -hmm. um so when you're not doing all of this stuff (laughs) you're also working at your family business Mm -hmm. can you talk a little bit about how you got started yeah um I guess it started like right after I mean I've been working at Chescafee for a long time um my parents started Chescafee built Chescafee when I was like four I literally remember like being in the kitchen and like being in the actual like our first venue when it was like getting built because we start like we like knocked down the existing property and rebuilt it I remember like walking around and it was like all cement and stuff um and so like technically my first job at Chesky was rubbing people's backs and <laughs> I would rub the waitresses backs in the in the kitchen um and then you know I started out like doing coat check like every few weekends that I wanted to work and then I went to be a busser I went to college and I was like I'm gonna do my own thing I don't want like I didn't want people to like be like wow like she got handed everything like she mm-hmm. like she was made like it was easy for her like I didn't want people to think that way and obviously you know like people yeah. do think that way anyway like people are the first like to judge yeah. Definitely um, coming from a small town as well. Yeah. So, and just, like, even for myself, too. Like, I think, like, it was always a thing in our house where my dad, like, was like, yeah, the, you guys are going to come to Chesapeake. Like, you guys are going to come. Like, I want you to learn from me. Like, this is a family business. Like, mm-hmm. if you're going to put your all into something, like, he wanted it to be the family business. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is, like, I feel the same way. Yeah. But my mom was always like, no, like, I don't, like, they need to do something on their own. And, like, both my sister and I agreed with her to an extent as well. Um, I wanted to do something for myself and do something that I could do all on my own and achieve all on my own. And I think that was, like, probably my biggest, like, motivation in nursing school just to, like, prove myself and, like, other people wrong, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um And so during, like, while I was in nursing school, I would work in the office and, like, just help the girls with, like, contracts and stuff like that. Only, like, when I had time to, like, I'd be like, I have, like, two classes this semester. I'm going to come in on on Fridays or whatever. Um, And then after COVID, obviously COVID was a really hard year for every business. Mm -hmm. Um, But for us we literally weren't allowed to host any weddings at all so we were like literally at zero like our revenue was zero dollars um so scary yeah so it was a lot um and on top of that we weren't allowed to host weddings we also like didn't really lay anybody off either so like we were paying all of our employees as well um and so when everything was like back up and running you had people who didn't want to work anymore because you know they were getting paid out with like the stimulus checks and they Mm -hmm. were getting paid unemployment and stuff like that and so we my dad just like really needed like Chesapeake just needed people really they needed help and I thought that it was like the perfect time for me to go and contribute um and so I made my way back full-time I'm there full-time now um and I am doing marketing there so I'm running like all the Instagram all the social media I also do design too like interior design so Mm -hmm. everything all our venues that we have 
my mom designed um, and now we're working on our newest venue together which is really fun like planning stuff like we had like an unveiling of one of our one of our other newest venues and I got to like plan that so it's, it's fun I can use my creative side which I love yeah to do um but yeah that's amazing and you're like <laughs> you're in on everyone's like that's a bride's biggest day their wedding day mm-hmm. so that's like so cool to be a part of that yeah it's really fun I grew up with weddings and it's like I freaking love weddings like <laughs> it's so funny too because you think like I feel like when you grow up doing something or like being in a family who do who does something you either absolutely despise it because mm-hmm. it's like all you know or you absolutely love it and it's like every single wedding that I go to every wedding that I see every wedding video that I see like on Instagram that like we're tagged in I cry every <laughs> yeah. single time like I'm like you would think that like I've seen it so much that like yeah. I'd be like yeah yeah like just another okay. wedding yeah I'm just like oh I love weddings like I love love <laughs> So it's it's fun. Like I'm definitely passionate about it. That's awesome. Yeah, the How venues you... are gorgeous. Oh, I can't. Yeah. They're oh, so pretty. Like I when I see, what's the one wall you guys have with the champagne, and the, the hand comes out. That was at my sister's. Yes, that wedding. was amazing. Yeah, I was obsessed with that. The the living champagne wall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're gonna be planning my wedding. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to. <laughs> um, how do you juggle working for your dad, nursing? Making clothes and also just, like, life. Because I feel like you do it all. I mean, I can't sit still. Um, <laughs> that's not true, though, because, like, my favorite thing to do is, like, sit on the couch and watch TV. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't love a good Netflix? <laughs> yeah. Um, but I like to be busy. I think that I feel fulfilled when I am doing something that... I am being successful in and like that I'm achieving things and you know scratching off my goals and Mm -hmm. whatnot um it can definitely get overwhelming it's a lot sometimes like when I finish like an eight-hour day at Chesky the last thing I want to do is go to my second job and Mm -hmm. like start a new shift yeah um but it's worth it I mean I personally love working as like, you love what you do. I love what I do. Yeah. 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 And yeah, I mean it's it's a lot sometimes and like sometimes I'll come home and I'm like so miserable and like like I don't want to talk. Like I'm just like I'm ready for bed. I just want to eat dinner. Um but other days I come home and I'm like I can't stop talking about my day. Like I can't wait to like tell Drew like what I did today. <laughs> and I think that's like really fulfilling. Um I just, like, have that type A personality where, like, I need to, like, have a schedule and I need to know, like, what I'm going to do that day and have a to-do list. And mm-hmm. my favorite part of my days are checking off my tasks. And then I'm, I just, like, feel so good at mm-hmm. the end of the day. Um, I don't really have a social life. <laughs> but I'm okay with it. Um, I feel a, like you're extent. a big family person. Yes. Like, your social life is... My family. Your family. It is. I'd rather sit inside and watch a movie with my mom and dad than go out to a bar. Yeah. Um, I've also lived my wild days <laughs> before. And I think, like, it's so funny because when you when I, like, talk about, like, high school and, like, mm-hmm. what I did in high school and, like, I feel like we were so bad and we started drinking so, so young. young. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And everyone's like, 
the dirty jersey, like blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, guess what? Like, we did it the right way. Because yes. now I'm only 25 and I couldn't care less about mm-hmm. any of it. Like, I'm like, I lived it yeah. and now I'm like perfectly content with not living it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if it's just cinnamon but even my boyfriend's from maple shade and i was telling him how like eighth grade like the first time i got like plaster <laughs> and he was like you guys were in eighth grade like it's like i'm like oh like that's not every town in jersey yeah but it's just like and he's still kind of he likes going out and he's like becoming also transistor transition i can't speak he's yes into like becoming a father Mm -hmm. so he's like oh gosh i won't be able to party and i'm like oh i've been over this for like i turned 21 and i could not even care about going out to the bars you know yeah and it's just so weird how our town started so young and they're like wow you did that in high school i'm like yeah we went yes and i feel like i've always hung out with like the older crowd like one of my first college parties was with you and the only video do you the video of me with the funnel you don't remember no so i'm gonna put the snippet in she was taking a video and this is the first time me doing the funnel so you know how you have to go up with the funnel yeah did i fuck I, it up no i fucked <laughs> it up Dude, i can't believe you don't remember this video I, think it, I probably will and i go up with the funnel and i go back with it <gasps> so <laughs> <you're coming laughs> and sophia's in the background she flips the video and she's dying laughing i'm completely so i think it was twisted tea just literally like instead of going up with it I, my head went back and i was like no <laughs> Just fell on my face, and I was like, "Yeah, that's one for the books." <laughs> so bad. Snapchat's a scary thing these days. I like the memories. Oh I can't. I, I feel like you like will send me like something of like something so embarrassing. I'm like, can you delete? That? <laughs> I'm like, you have Six that years on ago. forever. I'm like, if you ever like want to blackmail me or something, like shit. <laughs> we'll have kids so like running videos. around, and then you'll. Alexis always has like the worst videos too. And it will be like 10 years go by. 10 years ago on this day, yeah. <laughs> message from Alexis. It's like a war flashback. You're like, stop sending me this shit. That's my not kid, me. My kid sees it and I'm like, that's not me. I swear. Yeah, like that's my twin sister yeah. that you never, never met. met. Yeah. <laughs> we don't talk yeah. anymore. I do think that it's good that we like got that out of our systems. Mm-hmm. Because now I literally don't have FOMO. Like, people could go out and I'm like, oh, that that's cool. Like, yeah, I literally don't want to be there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But now that my siblings are in high school, I'm like... <laughs> like protective. I remember what it was like to have, like, a friend who had, like, a cool older sibling and, like, they would get you alcohol. And my brother would be like, can you get me, like, I, me and two friends are splitting a six-pack. And I'm like, no. <laughs> like, no way. But, like... I was so out of control. Like, I have, you kind of have to go back and be like, wait, I was so much worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, here's your six pack. Go have fun. Like, get it out your system. We now. would be asking for probably a bottle, not yeah. a six pack in high school. I'll never forget yeah. when I, like, I used to, like, go out in Philly sometimes and they taught me, like, hey, mister. It was like when you sit outside the liquor store. And I remember coming back to Jersey and being like, oh, guys, oh, we just have to play go, mister. <laughs> or hey, mister. And I was like, and now I look back, like, I was literally asking, like, legit homeless people. <laughs> In outside of like this sketchy Palmyra Harbor or Palmyra liquor store, that was the place just, like, to go. Yeah, can mm-hmm. you can you please get me like a Mike's hard? Like, oh my, oh my god, god that was fiends. That's so scary. Bad. I feel like though, like for us, 
the people in high school whose parents were like so strict and were like no no no, you can't drink and would like breathalyze them when they Mm -hmm, would come mm -hmm. home are the people who were like i don't want to say bad because going crazy now exactly yeah and like even in college too Mm -hmm. like it's like so funny how it's like they didn't get it out of their system yeah and like Mm -hmm. they did it wrong or like their parents (laughs) like i always say which i'm sure it'll change like when i actually have a kid but like i'm like i'm gonna let my kid like drink and like figure it out like yeah do you know what I mean like I'm gonna make sure that they're doing Mm -hmm. it safely but I'm gonna let them figure it out because by the time they're like in their 20s and they need to get their shit together Mm -hmm. like they'll be ready to do that yeah when you get to college and you didn't experience it that's when it's like like, scary because you're not around people that you exactly that's why I'm like just get it out of your system like I'd rather you black out a fucking high school party than you calling me at a fucking like in a frat basement you're like mom like come get me who knows like how far away they are Mm -hmm. in college yeah and like even i have a girl coming so i cannot imagine her calling me or like her being like oh i woke up at this dude's house oh my god you're gonna die i'm gonna like yep drink all during high school please because (laughs) i would my ass would probably have to get on a plane go get her and go to the police station because i'll have a heart attack (laughs) or the fact that we would like pregame people sweet 16s yeah oh my god i remember that (laughs) remember your sweet 16 (laughs) do you guys remember the tampon thing yes Yes. okay i've never done that but bitches were literally putting tampons in vodka and then and then it up yeah i know i think uh cinnamons in high school started that <laughs> i don't a trend that we're not happy to be yeah, a part of yeah i literally i it's so weird i was just talking about this like last week <laughs> i was like people did that like Insane. people in my high school did that like are you okay yeah i remember i wonder if it burns like it I'm has sure. to it has, it has to, to. I, I've oh never God. done it. I remember in high school, I was like, I'm going to do it one day, but I would always be like a baby and be like, what am I? Like, no, I can't What was do the that. point of it? Like, at that point, why aren't you just taking shots back? Like, what was the, the point? Shit. I don't know. To get drunk faster, I guess. Oh, Wait, were you okay. at the party where it, it was like maybe 20 people in this kid's basement? And he was like, you probably were. Like, you have to snort like a bottle cap of vodka oh, yes. to stay. Like, because there was like a bunch of like younger of kids did. at the party. Yeah. And, like, that was, like, their way to be able to stay. And, like, my fucking dumb ass. Like, I didn't care back then. I was ruthless. Like, I would literally do whatever. And I did it. And I thought I was going to die. Like, the burning yeah. sensation going up your... I was like, yeah, no, that's it. Like, I just probably killed brain cells. Like, <laughs> but why Why were those things... Like, why was that a thing? It was... It's so weird. It is. It's like, so stupid. Our town was crazy. I think it died down a little, though. Did it? I, I mean, I don't know. I don't... I'm not here. Like, you, what are the younger kids like? I, I went know. to go pick up my sister from a Halloween party, me and Kate. And when we pulled up, there was two other cars of, like, kids our age picking up their siblings. <laughs> and I was like, hell, times have changed. Like, like carpooling. Picking <laughs> them up, it's so weird. I think they, like, yeah, they, they definitely died down a little bit. They're way more like, it's only a senior party. Or only juniors and like allowed, and that's like dead. Like yeah. I don't care if you date a sophomore; they're not coming. Yeah, yeah. And they're really fucking cutthroat with like social media. Like all they do is TikTok the whole party, which I could never <laughs> imagine posting a video of me dancing I'd be sixteen so years old and everyone seeing it. No, I know. 
I would like rather die <laughs> than post. A, yeah, no, they like. I don't even think I could uh, make a TikTok video back then. Like, uh-huh. I would be too drunk to even like. I would have been so like filled with anxiety over who's going to see it. What What's this person going to say if they see it? Like, mm-hmm. I could never just and post I feel a video like, like that. We, at least for me, like I feel like we cared more back then. Like we weren't posting when we were drinking. And I feel like kids now, they're, like, posting that shit on social media. I'm like, dude, doesn't that get back to the school? Like, I feel like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you'd always delete that. Like, you're in my basement, delete that shit. You're not posting yeah, it. Yeah. Like, you're so much younger than me. Get the fuck out. <laughs> and now it's, like, everyone's, like, posting, like, take a shot. That, like, trend that's going around. And I'm like, people don't care. Mm-mm. It's insane. I feel like the, the kids nowadays, the generations, like, get older and older. Mm-hmm. That's, like... A weird way to put it but like they look so much older like i'm like i did not look no like that no, no like girl Fuck you no. could pass for 18 yeah like i was like i did not look like that it's so crazy to see all these young kids on social media and they literally look like older than i do they don't go through i was just asked my sister turned 14 she never had an ugly stage yeah like that that's ugly not fair. Like, yeah, yeah that's annoying that. yeah like black eyeliner the side bangs or like the straightened bangs the and the crimped yeah. hair <laughs> Why would my mom let me wear it? Like, they just, they don't. I think that's all because of social media. Though. Yeah. Yeah. It's like all, everyone they look up to in, on TikTok. Mm-hmm. That's what that's they crazy. do. So this segues pretty well into our last question. What is a piece of advice that you wish you could give your younger self? <laughs> Where do I start? <laughs> in what area? Just life overall. Like, did you think that you would be like 25 in a nice healthy relationship like you know having making great memories and doing a job that you're passionate about I think I said this like before about like nursing school but like the first thing that comes to mind is like you're literally going to be fine I remember like in high school and in grade school something so small and even if it wasn't small like even if it was like something serious it felt like the end of the world and it's like I'm never gonna get past this and like I'm gonna grow up and this is how I'm gonna be because of this and I think that everything that you go through happens for a reason Um, and I think like every person that's in your life Every, like, person that comes and goes comes and goes for a reason, too. And I I actually, like, really believe that. Mm -hmm. Like, when I look back on some things, I'm like, that happened. And, like, this is – this made me a better person now because Mm of it. Um, I think that it's not the end of the world. Like, you're literally going to be fine. That's, I mean, that's the first thing that comes to mind. You're going to be fine. Like, suck it the fuck up. You're going to be fine. <laughs> but yeah, I think everything happens for a reason. And everything that you go through, you go through for a reason. And it makes you a better person. It shapes you into who you are. I think that like every single experience, both good and bad, made me who I am today. And I'm proud of that. Um, even though there's some things that I've done when I was younger that I wasn't proud of, I'm proud of how I responded to that like now in the future um and how I made sure I became better because of it Mm -hmm. um yeah I think just you live and you learn Mm -hmm. yeah as long as you learn from it like everything happens and it's how you react to it not the specific situation it's how you react to it and like how are you going to deal with it and what are you going to do to turn it around and make it a good thing? 
things do feel like the end of the world when you're younger. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Like, like no one's breakup. ever gonna forget this. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. You're a like, I'm, I'm dying. Yeah, this is the. Did end. we really think we were gonna marry that kid from high school? <laughs> I think <laughs> that on. sometimes. Like, I really did. <laughs> like, in the well, moment, you do. You're like, yeah, okay, yeah. this is my childhood sweetheart, and we're gonna die together. Like yeah. this is it. Like you're like you're my soulmate. No. Yeah. <laughs> Looking back, I'm like, no, like, come on, no. No. I like love that quote. I swear I like have it saved on Instagram and I always like bring it up. It's like you have like three loves in your life and it's like your first love is like you think it's love and blah, 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 blah. And it's so great, but they like break your heart. Mm -hmm. And then your second love like hurts you so bad and Mm -hmm. you learn from it. But like you really, really think that it's love and you, like, look back at your first love and you're like, that wasn't love, this is love. But, yeah. like, it's, like, a really toxic relationship and then your third love is, like... What you need. This that's is it. it. <laughs> like, this is it. And then Finally. You, yeah, then you, like, really look back and you're like, what the what? hell what was I thinking? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But when you go through a breakup when you're young, it feels like... The end of the world. Yeah. Life or death. Mm-hmm. It's, like... Not ever getting through it. That's so funny. You'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's like your taste changes too. You're just like, Jesus, Lex. Like, yeah. What were you thinking? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, guys, I was young. I was 16. <laughs> Literally. Oh my God. Liberty Lena. Well, That's one thing I feel like I would always put back. Like, I don't regret anything. Like, what you said, like, you live and you learn. And it's like that obstacle had to happen because. I wouldn't be where I am today without that. Mm-hmm. I think everything that you go through shapes you into who you are. Yeah. And even, like, the bad things. Like, now I'm like, oh, this really sucks. But I, like, will be like, I'm going to look back at this, like, next year. And I'm going to be like, I'm happy I did that. Like, I think this past year has been the biggest year for me in, like, growth-wise um, it's been the hardest year for me. Like I have gone through so many ups and downs this year and I look back at it now, like even this time last year, like I was like, what the freak am I doing? Like, I feel like I don't have my shit together. Like, I feel like everything's just like going downhill. And then now that I look back at it and I'm like a year, like a year ahead, I'm like, I'm so proud of myself for like how far I've come this past year and how much I've grown and like just in all aspects of my life like in work in my mental health um like my physical health and like my body and everything and my relationship like I think every relationship goes through ups and downs and like I'm not saying that like my relationship was bad last year but like my relationship grew so much over the past year because of like what I've been through and what he's been through with me and how he's like supported me through it. And I think that's like super, like you look at that and you're like, wow, like this is a lifelong thing. Like I know that you'll be here for me Mm -hmm. throughout my entire life and you'll be able to handle whatever life throws at me and like vice versa. Um, That's so important. mm -hmm. I think that we don't give each, like we don't give ourselves enough credit and because of, we talk about this a lot, like social media, you always feel like you're a step behind mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because you're seeing like the best that people are posting. You're like, well, I don't have that yet. I'm not mm-hmm. doing that yet. Like I'm still in school, not working my dream job. But it's like, if you do look back into like previous years, like, wow, I have come 
yeah. like some way. And maybe I'm not there yet, but it's like definitely important to appreciate the little milestones that it takes to get there. Yeah. And don't compare yourself to others. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody is at the point in their life where they are at because they are meant to be there. Everybody's journey looks so different and it's not, you need to give yourself grace. Like it's not fair to yourself to compare yourself to other people. And I think that's like the biggest thing with social media these days. I have like such a love-hate relationship with social media because obviously like my whole life, like my job is on social media, which is good because I spend so much time like posting on other pages that like when I'm home, I don't really want to be on on social media. Yeah. Um, But it's just, it's, can be so toxic but it's also so good for business Mm -hmm. um but you see like these girls and it's like filters on filters and sometimes the filter looks so real and it's meant to look real Mm -hmm. um it's so scary you don't know it's a filter yeah yeah. and you think that's like what that person looks like and you're like that's not what they look (laughs) like like I feel like women these days have such unrealistic expectations Mm -hmm. of what they should look like um and I think that's like really awful like I feel really bad for the younger generation because of that I think that a lot of mental difficulties that people go through really stem from social media um it's it's a shame yeah it's really sad because social media definitely has, like, its pros, like you said, for business-wise. Mm-hmm. But it is really scary to... I mean, I have a younger sister, and she's nine. And she will scroll on my TikTok, and I'm like, okay, give me my phone. Yeah. Because I just don't want her to look at other people and think, oh, she's not good enough or something. Because that's what all TikTok is, YouTube, like... I feel like everyone just comparing each other. Yeah. And it's so scary, definitely, for my eight-year-old, nine-year-old sister. Like, she doesn't she doesn't understand that, but, like, that it can mess her up. And I don't know. I'm like, Mom, don't get her a phone, please. <laughs> please yeah, right? don't let her have any social media. No, it's like they should be, like, so pure and innocent at yeah. that age mm-hmm. and, like, experience life and, like, go outside and play. Yeah. And, like, you're not thinking about like that that girl looks like that like I want brown hair yeah. too because she has brown hair and I think she's really pretty mm-hmm. like um, Addison Ray, she watched her new movie you guys were over when it was on yes. the one day and she has it on replay because she loves Addison Ray now and I'm like mom <laughs> we need to do something about this she's yeah. like I don't know what to do like how does she even know her name I was like I don't know she's like Addison Ray, the TikToker I'm like oh my gosh someone help me please it's like you can't keep them in a bubble like you have to let them experience those things mm-hmm. yeah but like by having conversation like nice healthy conversations with like younger kids it'll kind of help them understand like okay I think she's really pretty and I really like her but like I don't necessarily like you said want to change my hair color to match her or yeah want to wear this because she was wearing that yeah but it's definitely easier said than done I mean I see like things that I'm like oh I want my hair just like that like Mm -hmm. it's it's definitely harder said than done it's something that you just have to talk yourself out of you're (laughs) like (laughs) (laughs) like and I think that like women should support other women and encourage other women and it pisses me off so much when you see women like knocking other women down and it's Mm -hmm. like you're doing that to make yourself feel good and you're doing that because you're insecure 
in your own body and like in your own identity and like Mm -hmm. I feel bad for you but like don't put that on other women like I just don't I think that like what a freaking powerful world would this be if women all supported each other supported women (laughs) yeah Yeah. like I I just don't get what is the like why are you in competition yeah like you should be like praising and that's like another thing too like with like friendships and stuff like you learn who your friends are Mm -hmm. as you grow older and as you become like successful and you're achieving things and it's like who's standing by my side Mm -hmm. and cheering me on versus who's standing by my side and making me feel like shit or like like I'm not good enough because of what because I don't know jealousy or yeah um so I like I think like being real on social media and like just not posting all the good and all that stuff is like super important um and just being able to feel comfortable in your own skin and in your identity is Mm -hmm. a huge thing yeah great people are mean (laughs) don't be mean don't be be a mean girl don't be a mean girl mean girls suck i was a mean girl one day (laughs) we all had our stages i definitely did too yeah but you live and you learn. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> thank you so much for coming on here. Yes, thank Thanks you. for having Was me. Was it as bad as you thought? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I hope, just wise. I hope people enjoy listening. Yeah. And I appreciate you opening up about your story and everything that we've talked about today. Because I feel like a lot of people, especially with you saying, like, how you struggled with eating and all of that, it's, like, something that, like, people feel like ashamed of in a way to talk about but like Mm -hmm. that's something that like I feel like we try to like normalize on this podcast Mm -hmm. like talking about like mental health like how important it's just to talk about it yeah and I hope people can listen and relate to you and I could do a whole damn podcast on eating disorder you're gonna have to come back (laughs) on yes (laughs) I am an open book so I have no shame in what I've been through and anybody that needs help I could give them some advice about it and how to get through it I love that. That's awesome. Yes. We'll be sure to tag you on Instagram. You're going to be like, Lex, I got like hella DMs. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Aesthetic RN underscore underscore sister. There you yeah. go. Two underscores. <laughs> Two. D- follow that page, not my personal. <laughs> All right. Well, here's your friendly reminder to tune in every Monday for a brand new episode on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Um, be sure to give us a follow on Instagram and TikTok. We love you guys. And don't forget to do what makes you happy since tomorrow isn't always promised. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.